You've heard people around you say, have a great day. Just remember that making it a great day is your choice, completely under your control, if you just know a handful of life secrets. Get ready to be inspired, to discover your creative potential, to put an end to a path of self-sabotage and find your way on the road to success. All can be achieved if you pay attention and take note of the world according to Jackie Simmons. She's a business success brain retrainer, a successful coach, speaker, and author. If you follow her words, you can learn something. If you act on them, you can change your life. Welcome to the world according to Jackie Simmons. Sal Monastery, thank you very much. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. And there we go. Why would you want to be anywhere else? I don't really know. Um, I'm John Crocker. Welcome to the show. I am the co-host, but the true brains of this show is Jackie Simmons. Jackie, how are you? I am excited to be here. Thank you so much, John. This is going to be a lot of fun because what's been going on in my world is such a perfect example of self-sabotage because I forgot to ask one question. Would it be okay if I asked you? And you don't have to answer now. Oh, um, okay, let's go. <laughs> okay. So later on, you're gonna answer the question, what do I want? What do I want? Okay. I'll make, don't it, answer now. I'll make it PG. There you go. <laughs> you don't have to answer it now because I know there was something on your mind. I mean, there has been a lot going on, especially since the this particular segment of the world according to Jackie. And it's all about self-sabotage and ending self-sabotage and the fact that self-sabotage is unconscious. So you said there was something you wanted to ask me. I'm ready. Bring it on. I'm going to ask you. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. You're... <laughs> So what is really behind this self-sabotage? That question I asked you a minute ago. I didn't realize this was such a perfect setup. Oh, you Vulcan mind-melded me there. <laughs> What's really behind self-sabotage is that we want something that we don't believe we can have. Right. It's called a core conflict. It sets up a core conflict in your mind. Your conscious mind says, I want this. But you have a belief system. Your subconscious mind knows because of the meanings you've assigned to things in the past that you can't have it, that you're not ready for it, that you don't think you're good enough, that you don't think you're worthy, that you don't think you can make enough money, that you don't, 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 don't. And that causes self-sabotage. Because no matter how you focus on it with your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, remember the elephant, your subconscious mind rules the day. So you got two choices. Okay. You can decide that you don't want anything that you don't already have. This is kind of the Buddhist, you know, no desire, that desire is the cause of all suffering. Now, we live in the world of capitalism. So letting go of all desire in this For age of another of generation, at least. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, think about it. Take over. Um, not likely to happen in my lifetime. 
they're actually secretly capitalists. And that's what I discovered when I went to China. I had the opportunity to go poking around in China before the Olympics, a couple of years before the Olympics. And they were really anxious for people who spoke English to come over. So they were doing some amazing trips and I happened to find out about one of them. And I went to China for the price of airfare. And I didn't just go to China. I did Beijing. Jeez, I did five star hotels. I did all my meals included all the tours because they really wanted people to come who spoke English. But if you didn't know this was going on. So anyway, it happened that I found out about it. I went to China. Every time that bus stopped, capitalism was rampant. Every person who had anything to peddle <laughs> was right around our bus. Right, right. Okay? A tour bus looks different than a local bus. It's like what it used to be in Mexico. First time I went to Cabo San Lucas, back way back in the day, we pulled in the bazaar, got set up from the ship. We could watch them setting it up. And there was this big market. Now, of course, it is a tourist Mecca and there are high rises and condos and all kinds of things in Cabo. But a long time ago, it was just the money showed up. The ship came in and these people went out and they set up their bazaar and their tables and their shade and they, started having enticing smells and anything they could get for you to come into their booth. They were not self-sabotaging. No, they knew what they wanted and they gave themselves permission to make money when the ship came in. Now, how many of us were raised with this idea of waiting for the day when my ship comes in? Um, probably I pretty much everyone. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we, I don't know if you're old enough to know the movie nine to five. Okay. With Dolly this, Parton? Dolly Parton, Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Okay. The third actress was Jane Fonda. Ah, uh, okay. Speaking and of communism. Two, yeah. <laughs> Let's not. <Okay. laughs> oh my God. All right. So the bottom line is that in that movie, in that theme song was the line, you're waiting for the day that your ship will come in. And the tide's going to turn and it's all going to flow your way. And everyone working nine to five didn't believe their ship was ever going to come in. That's why they were waiting for it. They did not understand what the people in China understood is you don't wait for the flipping ship to come in. You go swim out to meet it. So how do we make the ship come in? You decide that it's okay to have what you want. So John, what do you want? What do I want? I want to go to Positano, Italy and sip wine all day long. That's what I want. That's what I want to do. Okay. So what's in the way? Um, everything. Ooh, okay. All right. Here's what's going on. I'm going to teach you a little bit about your brain. Is that okay? All right. Should I lay down on a couch? Is this some... Freud? It's not therapy, it's neuroscience. <laughs> all right, so all right. For anybody who was looking for the therapist office, that's down the hall, maybe wait four, five, six, 18 hours, and it might come on the radio. This is neuroscience. Your brain has been designed to keep you from going insane. 
So your brain has a gateway, a lens. It actually has a name, RAS, Reticular Activating System. The Reticular Activating System is this ganglia of nerves that filters everything you're exposed to, all of your environmental sensors, all of the thought, all of the, um, yeah, all of the experiences that you have. And it allows through about 10% and it filters out 90. Now the 90% is stored in your brain. It's stored in the subconscious because that's the recording machine. It doesn't miss a trick, but your conscious mind only focuses on the 10% that most closely aligns with what you expect and what you believe. Okay. So beyond telling myself that I deserve X, Y, C, what, what steps can I take then to let in more of the thoughts that I want my subconscious to understand? Okay. First, you got to be willing to have things not be the way you think they are. Okay. Open so up you my world, open up my eyes, huh? Open up your world, open up your eyes because most people believe, that if I am a certain age with a certain education, I'm going to make a certain income for a certain amount of time. And they are certain. And unless you really want to live into that certainty, you might want to change what you're certain about. <laughs> so if you're certain that life is going to be a certain way and it doesn't make you smile and it doesn't make you laugh and it doesn't make you giddy and excited. And isn't this a great day? Another day in paradise. Cause I'm certain I can have everything that I want. If it's the opposite of this radio show, if it's the opposite of this radio show, then here's the first step. Just recognize that you are in a gap. You've got a core conflict. You have a belief system battle going on in this area between your conscious and subconscious mind. Your conscious mind listens to intelligent people. You listen to the Jim Rohns, you listen to the Tony Robbins, you listen to the Dale Carnegie, you listen, you listen, you listen. I'll bring it down to the new age people. Who, who's the, the Brendan Burchard is a good one that, you know, there are a lot of people out there who will tell you, these whole things about what you believe is what you will see. Jack Canfield, the whole chicken soup for the soul story. You know, if you listen to what they were really saying in the secret, they will let you know that you will only get what you believe is going to be there. And all the ladies listening to us will get this. Have you ever sent a man into the closet to find something? It's a good thing we're coming up on a break because I don't want to have to answer this question, but I know there's more the world according to Jackie Simmons. So I guess I'm going to uh, have to get into this, but this is awesome. I'm here, of course, with Jackie Simmons. I'm co-host John Crocker. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. You, you stay right there because there's nothing else on that dial. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to Better Living Radio, streaming worldwide across the net. And you're listening to The World According to Jackie Simmons. Stay tuned. Jackie will be right back. Pat Boone here for the folks at Swiss America. Rock solid foundations are vital in life 
in business and in finance because in the end only what we've built on a firm foundation will withstand the storms of life today the economic storms are raging and the foundations of everything are being tested the world economy has never looked shakier and gold the world's oldest and most trusted form of money is also grabbing headlines now is the time to put your future on a rock-solid foundation Swiss America will help you create an indestructible asset today. Discover the timeless truth about gold and silver by calling Swiss America or visiting online at SwissAmerica.com. 800-978-3901. 800 800-978-3901. Once again, that's 800-978-3901. Better Living Radio is on the air, and yes, it's everywhere around the world. This segment is one we call The World According to Jackie Simmons. And better hold on, she's back. Welcome back to The World According to Jackie Simmons. I am John Crocker. This is Jackie Simmons. There she is. Jackie, how are you? I am well. How are you? I am good, Jackie. On the other side of right before we went to break, you had me. Uh, I was trying to suppress my laughter there because <laughs> of what was uh, transpiring there. So please pose that question again. It's awesome. All right, it was to the listening audience, specifically to the ladies. It was, have you ever sent a man to a closet to fetch something, to find something, only to have them never return? They stand there <laughs> looking around and they find, you call them and you say, where is it? I'm cooking, I need that. And they're like, I can't find it. And so you leave the stove, walk down the hall, go to the closet, reach in the closet, pick up the item, look at your guy. It's not his fault. He's a left brain. Look at your guy and then proceed back to the kitchen. There was a phrase at the turn of the century, not the 2000, but the 1900. At the turn of the century, there was a phrase that said, if it had been a snake, it would have bit you. And that was because of what we were talking about. We were talking about the reticular activating system that filters out 90% of what's around you. And it allows in the 10% most closely aligned to what you believe is there, what that, you believe is possible. That's definitely me. That's totally me when I try to find something in the refrigerator. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then your wife comes along and oh. reaches in, grabs it. Oh, in two seconds, she's got it. Yeah. And you're like, it wasn't there. And she's like, mm, yeah, well, actually. Right, and I'm swearing underneath my breath. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not your fault. Men's reticular activating Can you system. Tell my wife that. Yeah, I will. I All will right. absolutely tell your wife that. Okay. Teresa. <laughs> We're going to do this from both sides, guys. It's not your fault. There's nothing wrong with your brain. You have a hunter brain. If it's not going to attack you, and you are not going to attack it so you can eat it or, or save your family, you're not going to see it. There's just not enough energy around it. Your brain doesn't work that way. Here's how your and, and, and ladies, all the ladies are going to laugh and all the men are going to groan. 
A woman does laundry, puts it all in the laundry basket, puts it at the bottom of the steps, knowing that the next person who goes up the steps can take the laundry upstairs. Man comes home from work, steps over the laundry basket, goes upstairs and changes clothes. Come down, steps over the laundry basket, goes back upstairs to get what he forgot, steps over the laundry basket, gets his bowling shoes or whatever, comes back down, steps over the laundry basket. After about an hour, the woman who has assigned a meaning to this behavior lets him know, you are just the most impossible person to live with. You couldn't even carry up the basket of laundry. You've been up the stairs three times. And the man goes, what basket? Yeah, what basket? <laughs> it wasn't going to attack you and you weren't trying to hunt it, which means it's not going to get through the filter of the hunter brain without training. Now, the woman, on the other hand, her brain is designed in a different way. Go ahead. You got a question. Well, I was going to say, so what, so what is, how do I, whatever the term is, lessen my hunter brain and become more of whatever the other brain is? The answer is you don't. This is up to the woman. So you're, you get off the hook. <laughs> okay. You don't have to do anything. This all show, right. this part is all about ladies. This is the cure because you didn't know you were self-sabotaging in the relationship because you didn't know any better. So here's what it's like. We send you the man to the closet to get the ketchup. Whoa. Let's try the it closet for ketchup? Huh? The closet for ketchup? Well, yeah, I'm digging pantry. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, my pantry happens to be around in, in a hallway. So yeah, you send him to the pantry for ketchup. So, Here's another way to do it. I need the ketchup. It's in the pantry in the hallway. It's on the third shelf, right-hand side, about halfway back. Now you've increased the odds that the hunter brain is actually going to find it. If you can describe the bottle, you get bonus points and he's going to come back faster. Because it's now I'm hunting. Now you are hunting for something very specific. Oh, Jackie. Yeah. No, you're good at this. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so this is how the brain actually works. The and, and it's not really a man woman thing. It is some people who have a more linear brain. Some people have a more global brain. Yep, and, linear. Yeah, we call. Yeah, I suspect because you deal with numbers. Yeah. A numbers focus is different than an image focus. And, and you know, for anybody who likes to geek out on reading, a book called The Goddess and the Alphabet explains when the shift in the brain started developing. And it was at a time in history where we went from this um, society where everything was in pictures, we communicated in pictures, to actually creating the alphabet, which was linear. And John... Yeah. That's when we went from a matriarchal society to a patriarchal society, historically. Prior to that, it was a matriarchal society. And the advantage of that was that from a lineage point of view, you always knew who your mama was. When we went to a patriarchal society, it became a lot more challenging to trace lineage, which is one of the challenges that started coming up because men value loyalty. 
and they value loyalty in a woman because they don't want their resources to go to progeny. That's not theirs. So evolutionarily men are pre-programmed to value loyalty in a woman. If women don't know this and they start talking about their, you know, how many guys they've dated or their, their background that in any way implies that they are less than loyal, how many jobs they've had, how many apartments they've lived in, anything that implies they are less than loyal to a brand, to a company, to a person evolutionarily, they have just decreased their odds of a second date. But you don't think that works both ways? Oh, women value something different. Okay. Okay. Men value loyalty for good reason. Women value, and this is where this whole idea that women were after men for their money. Women value okay. men with resources. Why? Because if they are busy having and raising kids, they want to make sure that the other half of the couple can provide for said children and can provide for them while they're having them. Makes sense. It is simple evolution. And in our culture, we have complicated the heck out of it. So like that I no, I love that one though. That was fantastic. So, you know, in my household and anyone's household in your household, I mean, is the answer that simple? Is the, is the answer that the woman need, and I hate to pin this all on the women, but I mean, is the answer that the women need to be more descriptive in what they say? I mean, can I do something to help? Oh, absolutely. All right. Lay it yeah, on for clarification but you might have to practice this. Oh, because I'm macho. So I don't ask. When was that the last time you stopped and asked for directions? Uh, not since they invented cell phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is what happened back in the day. This was a lot of fun. So anybody who's too young to remember maps before there was something called a GPS and yep, maps. I remember maps. maps. Okay. If you got lost and you didn't know where you were, the woman typically navigates by landmarks. The man navigates Northwest, East, South numbers. And if you got lost and disoriented, the woman had the advantage and the man was challenged because evolutionarily back in that day and age, uh, the man couldn't be wrong. Narcissism has deep roots. Okay. So that's why the man hierarchically, couldn't stop and ask for directions. Now we've evolved men ask questions. Now it's not so cut and dried, but we are talking about the extremes and you know, I love talking about spectrums. I like the two ends of the extremes and in the middle is the diamond where you can make clear decisions, where you can have great relationships, where you can reach the market that you want to reach. There's a diamond in the middle, but then, there's where we live, which is somewhere on this sliding scale. So back to the original question, what do you want? And well, su super quick, tell me what you have for time. Tell me what I have for time. I've got um, 26 seconds. 26 seconds. Holy cow. So we're going to go to a break. If you want to pose that question on the other side of the break again, and um, let's really get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, we definitely can. I'm here with Jackie Simmons. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. 
I'm the co-host, John Crocker. We'll be right back after a super short message. Stay right there. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. It's a world you can live in if you like. All you have to do is pay attention and then take action. Jackie Simmons will tell you how when we come back. This is Better Living Radio. You're tuned to the latest concept on radio and on the internet. A gathering of people who use their brains to get a better deal. The day kicks off with none other than the money man, Dan Frischberg. There's the world according to Jackie Simmons, educator and mentor to anyone looking to build or rebuild their business. For the first time home buyers and for real estate investors, David McLaughlin is more than an exceptional mortgage broker. He's the host of his own show right here called Where to Get the Money. Let's not forget the weekly Dent Market Digest with Harry Dent and his co-host Rodney Johnson, offering a free daily newsletter called Economy and Markets. It's the talk and info you need to live a better life. Hence the name Better Living Radio, anchored in Bradenton, Florida at WWPR and broadcasting 24-7 worldwide. Tell your friends about Better Living Radio. Williams Hometown Hot Dogs, located at 2003 14th Street West, specializes in hot dogs from around the U.S., your hometown. Detroit, Chicago, New York, and everything in between. They ship in the real product from that area and serve it up to you piping hot and fresh. Just about any way you like a hot dog, they can do it. They're open up 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Monday through Thursday and on Fridays and Saturdays till 2 a.m. So stop in today, get some Willie Yums and your hometown dog. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing ASAP. We're looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to us. And we'll give you our feedback. And if we like what we read, we will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. We handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, call Page Publishing now for your free author submission kit. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call now, 800-219-8262, 800-219-8262. 800-219-8262. That's 800-219-8262. Better Living Radio is on the air, and yes, it's everywhere around the world. This segment is one we call The World According to Jackie Simmons. And better hold on, she's back. Thank you for staying with us. Welcome back to The World According to Jackie Simmons. I am John Crocker. With me, of course, the leader of this band here, Jackie Simmons. Jackie, welcome back. How are you? I am well, John. I'm well. That was one of the toughest breaks we've ever done. The, hey, they're all tough. If, if I can't hear your voice, it's a tough break, Jackie. And I'm like, okay, I know we left everybody hanging on this one. Where did we leave off? So now what do we do in our own household? Mm. Right? If, if, if I'm the hunter and I'm overlooking certain things, 
and my wife is telling me things and getting frustrated. What's, how do we fix this, right? How do, how do we fix the household? You're talking about and describing ballpark confusion. That's all that it is. There's some confusion about whose ballpark you're in. And so this starts with hawking back to where we were earlier in the sessions when we were talking about the ballpark theory. So in every ballpark, there's a club owner and a ball player. And if you're both club owners, you create a league. What happens in most couples? They don't ever talk about it. They don't know that they're in a ballpark. They don't know that there's a club owner and a ball player at any given time. They kind of do this messy dance. You know, who's responsible for the kid doing their homework? Well, we know who does it typically, but are really, are they the one best qualified? Did you ever have the conversation and create the strategy? Did you ever make the agreement? And the analogy that we used when we first were talking about the ballpark theory yesterday was being a speaker. You know, the yes. event host is really good at organizing an event. The speaker is really good at delivering what the audience is going to want. They're not trying to do each other's jobs, but how many couples sit down and figure out what are you best at? So, um, I mean, my wife and I might talk about that a tiny bit. I would have to say though, what happens in the household tends to be more of who is in position at the time to do said task. And that's a pretty balanced approach, but wouldn't your kids have a little more security if they knew which parent to go to when they needed help with math homework? Yes, that would maybe save some time, yeah. It's all about clarity and reducing the frustration. See, the biggest challenge we have in our society right now is not that we have this overabundance of opportunity, because certainly we do, but it's that we have in an America, we absolutely do. Yeah, welcome to America. We have an overabundance of opportunity. The challenge is that we have an overabundance of overwhelm. And so the brain produces those stress chemicals. You can't think very clearly. You can't articulate as clearly. You don't remember as well as you thought you could. And it's not anything wrong with your brain. Okay, this is not early onset dementia. We're not talking Alzheimer's here. We're talking adrenal fatigue. This absolutely happens to me. Okay, so adrenal This and people talk about all of these other health issues. And you know me, I love to talk about how to prevent people from taking that slide all the way down to being hopeless and thinking that dying is better than living. But for most people, it's not that bad, but it's just bad enough that they're not happy. It's just good enough that they're not motivated to change it. And it's just bad enough that they're not happy. Welcome to your comfort zone. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So if. All right. Smack me in the face again. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> this is. I mean, we were talking about why is it so difficult it with couples? It's because we tolerate. 
we are just happy enough that we're not motivated to change. We're not going to rock the boat because we don't want to be any less happy. And we're just unhappy enough. You know, we're just uncomfortable enough that we're really not happy. And so this is where most people live. And what I invite everybody on here, let's, you know, come into Jackie's world for just a second. Whoa. Let me tell you how this really works. Cause nobody's talking about this. We are born where we don't tolerate anything and you've got kids. So, you know, a newborn tolerates nothing. Right. No discomfort goes unvocalized. They're the ballpark owner. <laughs> they know that they own their, there is no question. There's not even a consideration that somebody else is more important than they are. Oh. And this is, this is how our bodies and brains were designed to work together. And then life happens when we're born body, mind, spirit, and emotion are all hooked together. And then life happens. We start to tolerate. We start to split apart. We start to discount our discomfort. And I think of it like a pressure cooker. You know, if you, you know what a pressure cooker is, right? You're old enough. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that somebody brought them back and there's these new age pressure cookers. So at least I can use this analogy for a little while longer. <laughs> the emotions are the liquid. And the weight on top is your ability to tolerate stuff. Babies have almost no weight. Something's wrong. That thing starts rattling and singing. Oh, where's your bells? Yeah, there we go. Oh, my bells. There we go. My bells. There you go. But when it's a baby, it's like. <laughs> and they right, keep right. it up until somebody solves the problem. Because they know that it's not right. And if it's not right, somebody's going to come along and fix it until they get old enough to fix it themselves. But then we start tolerating. And so that weight on the top gets heavier. The more we're willing to tolerate, the heavier that weight gets. And that would not be a problem except because let's face it. If there's no heat under a pressure cooker, there's no problem. Right. We have heat under our pressure cookers. And the heat, the level of heat depends on how many moments you had in your life that were uncomfortable for whatever reason. They were happening too fast. They were too confusing. They were too scary, too intimidating, too painful. And you couldn't stay emotionally present. And so you started stockpiling what I call mental and emotional trash. It's just unresolved negative emotional history. And that's the heat under the pressure cooker. I had the double whammy. I had a really heavy weight. I was very tolerant and I had a really high heat. I had a lot of childhood stuff and it's not that anybody else doesn't have childhood stuff. Okay. We all have childhood stuff. I just want to make this really clear. Okay. This is life. If life was perfect, we would never have any reason to grow. So it's not that there's anything wrong with having childhood stuff. It's just, there's a moment in time where you start to take responsibility for cleaning it up and dialing down your own heat. And that's what happened for me. But here's what really happens. Most of us, this pressure starts building up and it finally gets so bad that it starts to jiggle. And then we find a friend and we vent. And so we let off some steam. And it's even called letting off some steam. And then the weight comes back on and a little while later, 
you built it back up again. When this is happening in your relationships, you wonder what's going on. And so that's why those steps about sitting down and creating the rules of your ballpark are so critical because they will prevent that heat from getting turned up any higher. Right. So Jackie, here's the million dollar relationship question. How do we get out of our comfort zone and make, I guess, both of our lives better, the man and the woman? Well, let's start by just sharing the story of the ballpark. Okay. So step one is let's create awareness that you've got some ballpark confusion in the first place. So share the story of the ballpark. Are you the club owner? Are you the ball player? What are you going to use to determine that? And what are the rules going to be? It's best in my mind. It's best if you just both decide I'm the club owner, I've got rules and you go to your corners and you write them down. Awesome. When you come back, you might find that they match up probably more than 80% of the time. And then that last 20% you can negotiate with and you can create an agreement. Yeah. If taking out the trash drives one person crazy and the other person thinks that it's just a normal part of living, well, Doug, guess who's going to take out the trash? The <laughs> one who doesn't drive crazy. Right. Sure. Yeah. And this is the top level. I mean, we are just scratching the surface of how you reframe is in some language it's called reframing in other languages. It's called changing the meaning. For me, I didn't know that meanings were assigned at a time I don't even remember. We decide what things mean before we're seven years old because when zero and seven is when the brain builds out the most synaptic connections. So if you're wondering why you're dealing with someone who's reacting like they're a five-year-old, it's because you're dealing with someone who made a decision when they were five that this was going to piss them off and they didn't know they could change their minds as an adult. Right. Right. Okay. Awesome. So that's as simple as it gets. So the ballpark theory rules, what you want to do is get clarity on your ballpark, sit down with any other adults first before you sit down together, go to your corners and write down your rules. Well, there you go. Jackie, we're going to have to leave this conversation here. We can pick it up right on the other side of this super short break. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. This is Jackie Simmons. I'm John Crocker. You stay right there. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to Better Living Radio, streaming worldwide across the net. And you're listening to The World According to Jackie Simmons. Stay tuned. Jackie will be right back. Each week in his live video market and economy update offered to his inner circle, Dan Frischberg delivers the in-depth, professional version of his famous market x-ray report live and interactive. Now that means you get to ask all the questions you want. And if you can't make the live meeting, you can watch the report on demand. Then email your questions in and Dan will email the answers back or include them in the next live report. Week in and week out, Dan brings you the ideas and specific stock picks from his friends, the people you see on TV and read about in the papers. You'll see what they're buying, how they're hedging, and when they're taking money off the table. At last, you'll get to see how the insiders negotiate the institutional macro bonds that billionaires on Wall Street rely on, the ones almost everyone else never even heard of. 
When you become an Inner Circle member, Dan will share with you his lifetime of experience and guide you to the best teachers, the best stock pickers, the best option strategists. And you'll be invited to exclusive working vacations in beautiful locations for the Inner Circle only, where you'll rub elbows with some of the most famous investors on Wall Street. So, how do you value the lifetime of skill and experience of a top investor on a mission to share it all with you and help you become one of the few winners? If you've been listening to Dan for a few years, he's likely already made you tons of money, or even more important, saved you from losing a fortune. Now, there are limits to the capacity of the online video sessions, but right now, for a limited time, Dan's offering you the position of charter subscriber, get this, for less than the price of a cup of coffee a day. For all the info or to subscribe, just simply click on themoneyman.com, themoneyman.com. Better Living Radio is on the air, and yes, it's everywhere around the world. This segment is one we call The World According to Jackie Simmons. And better hold on, she's back. This segment of Brain Retraining is sponsored by Release Technique. Unlock your fullest potential and get a free sample by going to sanityforsale.com right now. All of the money raised by our sponsors goes to the Teen Suicide Prevention Society. And it all starts by going to sanityforsale.com right now. Well, welcome back to the world according to Jackie Simmons. I'm the co-host, I'm John Crocker. Of course, there is Jackie Simmons right there. The greatest hair in radio, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you. All right, John, that's really not fair because oh, nobody yeah. knows what I was going through. I have I mean, a little bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, what many people who've never done this kind of work before, when you're doing this work and you're seeing yourself on screen, everything is backwards. So if I'm trying to adjust that, no, that's the wrong side of my head. It's, it's nuts. Okay. So John's having fun with me because I was having a hair moment. We're having a little <laughs> bit of fun. Jackie, we've been talking about relationships today and parenting and business and the ballpark theory. How do we get more information on the ballpark theory? Well, I'm delighted, John, that people are engaging with the ballpark theory. The ballpark theory is this elegantly simple framework that helps you navigate life, relationships, business, and even weight loss. It's really just a great tool. And it starts with where you live, which is in the cognitive part of your brain. So here's what you need. You need life is like baseball. You need a ballpark theory card. One side is for ball players, The other side is for club owners. Ah, All they have to do is smart. Yeah, shoot me an email. I will email it to you and you can just print it. I advise you to put it where you can see it. Use it as a tool to start a conversation. You know me, I'm all about breaking the silence and starting the conversation. So we were talking about the pressure cookers and we build up pressure when we are tolerating stuff. The fastest path to stop tolerating is to start the conversation. And you can use the ballpark theory as a tool to open the door 
to have a different kind of conversation. So send Jackie an email. What is the email address again, please, Jackie? It's Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E, at Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E, Simmons, S-I-M-M-O-N-S.com. Too easy. Easy. Jackie at JackieSimmons.com. Awesome. Yeah, we like easy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, you kill me. Um, Jackie, I know you just also wrote a book about self-sabotage. How can people get that book? Can they get that book? They absolutely can. And I'm going to break it into two levels, John, because I realize that for many, many people, self-sabotage, if they start looking around their life, they'll realize that it happens. You know, we sabotage our health by too much food and too little time sleeping. Kids, yellow college students, we sabotage our grades by too much time playing and too little time studying. Relationships get sabotaged now, by Jackie, too much. Yeah. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> For that's the lifestyle that you aspire to, John, that's not sabotage. <laughs> that's celebration. Okay. <laughs> There's a difference between sabotaging yourself and celebrating something that you have brought into alignment where what you want and what you believe you can have are now matched up and all your resources bring you what you want. What we're talking about is you want good grades, but you're spending your time playing arcade games or the equivalent video games. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of sabotage we're talking about. So the cure for that is to go from unconsciously sabotaging, which is what that is most of the time. We kind of get that niggly kind of feeling, John, that says, oh, you know, maybe I should, remember should, Bill? Maybe I should, you know, be doing something other than this, but I'll do it in a minute. Yeah, maybe I should start that conversation with my partner, but I'll do it in a minute. Yeah, I'll do it a little later. So the cure for that Mignon. is an article. It, it's actually was a chapter in a book and it's called Sabotage is Your Best Friend. And it explains how to go from unconscious sabotage, this sort of niggly feeling to actually strategically sabotaging yourself to get what you want. And it's a fun concept and it's a super quick read and I want everyone who wants it to be able to have it. So if they email me today, I will send them both the ballpark theory card and the how to end self-sabotage. The idea that sabotage is your friend. I'll send them both. They can have it all today. What was your inspiration to write the book? <sighs> I got called out by my mentor at the time and I wrote a story and he gave me feedback and his feedback was at the very, very end. Yeah, I don't know about you, but when I would submit an article or, or a, a research paper in college, it usually had more than one comment on it. It had some red or some blue, you know, there were always things. Right. Not with this guy. <laughs> he went all the way to the bottom and he wrote one comment. And the comment was, you never made me care. So even though my article had a lot of good information in it, 
there was nothing that made him care about it. And that was how I first learned the power of story. And so the self-sabotage story, this idea of sabotaging yourself to the point that you don't have a choice, but to ask for help. And we were joking about this in the last segment, how men don't ask for help. The reality is that sometimes they will get themselves into a position where they don't have a choice and then they can justify it to themselves. Well, I didn't have a choice. I had to ask for help. <laughs> That's your subconscious mind making it possible for you to get what you need. What if you did that consciously and you did it faster? Wouldn't that be useful? Yeah. So, I wrote this story with that in mind with how does this apply to you, you being anybody listening to my voice, watching this video, how does this apply to you? Now we're going to take a journey into that dark, dank place of Shouldville because I got tapped on my shoulder that said, I should talk about this. Now I don't like to do anything that I should, but when it comes to my passion project, it's not really a uh, moving into Shouldville. I'm just driving through because on the other side of Shouldville is what you must do in your life. And what I must do is speak out on an epidemic. And I'm not talking about the flu and I'm not talking about a virus. I am talking about the epidemic of teen suicide. And this is what my book is about. It's the why not workbook. And it is specifically designed to help you break any cycle of negative thinking that left alone might land you in a place where suicide seems like the best option. I will never tell people that suicide is not an option, but what if you were always able to find another option and it was never the only option and that's the why not workbook. So if you, want to just be able to get a better handle and keep yourself out of shouldville. It's a useful tool. And if you know someone who you think might be struggling with being down just a little longer than you think is good for them, get them a copy of the why not workbook. You can get it at why not workbook.com. Okay. Why? So when they go to why not workbook.com, mm -hmm. what is, what is the first, um, action item? What, what can people do to help themselves? At whynotworkbook.com, there's a video and there's a place for them to actually just say, where do I want this sent? So if the why not workbook is not for you personally, you can put in the name and the email address of somebody who you think you want it sent to. So that's why this is totally, you know, if, if you've got somebody you think you want to get it to, but you don't necessarily want it to come from you, you can do it through the website. And I know we have less than a minute. The show goes by way oh, too wow. fast. Yeah. Um, can you, I don't know, very quickly tell me maybe a story of somebody that has been helped from the why not workbook. And then what was their end result? In yeah. I, I, mean, I, I don't always know the impact it has, but when a 44 year old man who's been sick for four months, unable to work, his wife gave him the why not workbook. After he went through it, he said, now I've got reasons to live. Thank wow. you. Wow. That's the power. The power of this book is not to try to convince you that you're wrong, 
but to show you where your life is right. Well, there you go. This is the world according to Jackie Simmons. Jackie, thank you so much. I look forward to being with you again tomorrow. Take care. Awesome. Thank you, John. Well, that may be the fastest hour on the air. So what did you learn today? Most often you hear tips on how to make your life better, which leads to a clear head when you're making business decisions, which leads to a higher level of success, and yes, more profits. But Jackie Simmons has another mission in life, and it's best spelled out in a book titled, Make It a Great Day, The Choice Is Yours. Now, this book is not just for you to read. Jackie says this is a book for you to share. Every day, 3,000 teens attempt to take their own lives. Every day, someone needs a reminder that they're not alone and life's not hopeless. Jackie shares her world here on Better Living Radio. Now she asks that you please share this book. Join in the movement to stem the tide of teen suicide. To learn more about the movement, visit www.makeitagreatdaybooks.com. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? low-cost airlines with one call to low-cost airlines you'll drastically slash your travel costs we're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations where would you like to go london rome costa rica australia wow that's cheap so why wait call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the u.s or international our prices are so low we can't publish them the only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-631-1754. 800-631-1754. That's 800-631-1754. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it. You could junk it. Or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-639-8620. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It'll be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car. And as a special thank you for calling, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to many exciting locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-639-8620. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher. Call now, 1-800-639-8620. That's 1-800-639-8620.